Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Retire Simply Podcast. I'm Scott Winstead. And I'm Angela. And we're back this week bringing you all things retirement related. And we're going to continue our discussion a little bit more that we kind of started the first part of this year. Um, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now. Um, you know, as we're recording this, it's kind of on the very, very initial stages of um you know, possibly Russia invading Ukraine. We've got COVID, which is dying down, hopefully. We've got inflation. We've got interest rates. Um, uh, We're all dealing with a lot of stuff right now. Yeah, a lot of stuff. And I think, you know, um, the S&P 500, as of, again, recording this yesterday, um, slipped into what we would call a correction territory, which is a, a 10% drop off of its all-time high. Um that was earlier this year in January. Um, so that's considered a correction. And um, it's the first correction that we've actually had in the S&P 500 since February of 2020. So if you kind of go back two years uh, before, that was right before COVID kind of really launched and mm-hmm. you know we were all forced to stay home and all that. So it's been you know a 24 month period of, I don't wanna say smooth sailing, right? But um, you know, with, with pretty good returns, pretty Mm -hmm. good, pretty good highs, um, in terms of that. And so, you know, uh, we just have been getting bombarded with so many people asking, you know, well, what do we need to be doing? What do I need to be looking at? How do I kind of, um, you know, smooth this roller coaster out a little bit, um, and, and make good decisions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as we've thought about that, and as I've thought about that, you know, uh, there's several things you can do, right? But one of them, I think, requires a little bit more of a, a hard look at your investments and really game planning around that. So I think, you know, early on, right, hun, we're all taught diversification, mm-hmm. right? And not putting all of our eggs in, in one, one basket, basket is yeah. how a lot of people phrase that. So I want to make sure I don't have all my eggs in one basket. Now, that can mean a lot of different things, right? That can mean I use different companies. Yes. That can mean I use different uh, asset classes, right? Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, technology, right? Just Mm -hmm. a bunch of different types of those. It could mean tax diversification. So I have a good mix of pre-tax money and tax-free money and after-tax money. Right. So diversification is kind of a broad topic, but what we wanted to pinpoint and talk a little bit today about is something that I see folks make the mistake with quite a bit where they think they're being diversified. But when you kind of peel back the layers of the onion, it looks the same. They're not as diversified (laughs) as they actually think they are. Yeah. And here's what I mean. So. There's a lot of investments out there, um, whether that's an index fund or sometimes it's called an exchange traded fund. So that would be a lot of funds that you might see offered by like Vanguard and um, iShares from BlackRock. So the things that, you know, track with the S&P 500 or track with the NASDAQ or track with the Dow Jones or what have you. And some people talk about those as ETFs. So we're talking about the same thing here. Absolutely. And, you know, we're big proponents of those types of investments. Those types of investments offer um, typically broad diversification for a fraction of the cost of maybe what a mutual fund might might 
uh, offer us. Um, but then there's a ton of mutual funds out there too. And one of the things that we've noticed and I've noticed is, you know, folks think they're diversified because they own different funds, right? So it's like, well, I've got my Vanguard fund over here, my total stock market return fund. Then I've got, you know, maybe uh, QQQ that does all of my technology. And then I've got maybe my, you know, SPY, S&P 500 fund that that's for the general stock market, right? And when you look at those things on surface level, it's like, okay, well, yeah, I've got three different funds from three different companies and um, they're diversifying mm -hmm. everything for me. But when you start to really peel back the, the layers there, what you'll notice is if you start to do a little research on, well, what does this fund actually hold? What's the basket of investments that it actually holds? What you'll start to notice is most people, and this might be true for you listening, most people have a tremendous amount of what we call overlap. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is let's just kind of take the take Apple and uh, Apple stock as as a, a example. example. Yeah. So if I own, let's say, an S&P 500 index fund, well, Apple's listed in that because, hey, they're part of the S&P 500 with it. Right. If I own a Vanguard technology fund or QQQ or something like that to be more tech heavy because I want to diversify, Apple's listed in those too. If I own a total stock market return fund, more than likely, Apple's listed in that too. So where you feel like, hey, you know, we've got three different funds here and they're all kind of doing different things for me and I'm spreading my risk out and trying to smooth it out. What starts to happen is you realize you're holding the same stuff in a lot of these funds. Mm -hmm. And that causes a lot of problems because true diversification is having what we call uncorrelated tools to each other. For instance, maybe I have stocks and maybe I have commodities. Maybe I have commodities and maybe I have uh, precious metals. Maybe I have precious metals and maybe I have treasuries, right? My point is groups of things that are completely uncorrelated. Mm -hmm. And when you get the right mix of true diversification going on, what it typically will help you do is smooth out the returns and smooth out the ride. Now, what you'll notice when you do that typically is if the stock market just goes up 30% in a year, a truly diversified portfolio is probably not going to get 30% returns. Mm -hmm. But what you also notice is if the stock market goes down 20% in a year, a true diversified portfolio is probably not going to go down a full 20%. So it, it kind of splits the difference. And over the last, I'd say, what, 12 years or so, hon, since 2008, yep. all but one year, the market's done really well. Yes. So putting all of our eggs in the S&P 500 or in these large caps or in these, you know, small, it's worked out really well over the last decade. Mm -hmm. We haven't had to really, really be diversified because everything's typically just gone up. I know it's been easy peasy up until now. <laughs> but when 
there's a lot of headwinds going on when there's a lot of things that are affecting your returns in the stock market having a good look and kind of what i would say x-ray look at what's under the hood exactly of your portfolio is vitally important and the good news is at least for the folks that we help right and the folks that we are able to serve we do that for them. So we have, you know, very sophisticated investment software. We use a chief investment officer um, that helps us pick the best of the best uh, investments out there. And I don't mean best of the best from just a return standpoint, because that's that's fleeting, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's Here if the market there. goes yeah. up, hey, it's great. And if the market goes down, oh no, right? So I don't mean best of the best in terms of that. What I mean is making sure that we have appropriate levels of different asset classes mixed together to get the right portfolio built for the appropriate risk tolerance or the risk that someone really wants to take. It kind of reminds me of a story. Um, most of you probably know that uh, I grew up in North Dakota, so I'm very familiar with the ice. And when you are trying to diversify or um, when you're walking across a lake and you're not sure it's frozen all the way through, I wouldn't suggest doing it if you're not trained. But if you're doing that, if you have everything honed in in one place, all of the weight is right there. And so what you're taught to do is to spread your body out, your arms and your legs. So you're kind of diversifying the weight. Yep. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. It, it's a great a great analogy and maybe not something that um, folks maybe listening in the south can relate to <laughs> they might um, we're getting a lot of cold weather down here <laughs> but I think I think that that's a great point and so we wanted to take just some time this week to share with you about looking under the hood at your investments and what's basically made up of those funds that you hold, not just in maybe the accounts that we help you look at or manage or your current advisor helps you manage, but take a look mm -hmm. at what's inside your 401k. Yes. Take a look at what you're invested in there. And what you'll start to notice is, gee whiz, I got a lot concentrated in the same areas. And again, if those areas are all going up, kudos. But what we're starting to see are things in the world shifting and and becoming more and more unpredictable. And when that happens, you want really uncorrelated things. So as some things go down, you have other things pulling them up and vice versa. Okay. Um, if you need help in looking at that, we'd love to help you with it. Uh, it's very simple. We offer this for anybody that ever wants to come and visit with us. We'll do just a uh, what we call a portfolio x-ray for you. We'll just help you look at, hey, here's how you're invested right now. Here's what's under the hood. Here's your concentration. And we can give you that report very easily. If that's something that you want to take us up on, we'd love to help you with it. That number is 817-328-6152. Uh, that's 817-328-6152. Feel free to give the office a call. We'll find a time to chat about it, but we can help you take a look at that, okay? Because that's one of the things when we talk about being diversified that's really going to help you smooth the ride out a little bit. I'm not saying you're going to make everything the stock market's going to make, and I'm not saying you're not going to go down some as well. What I am saying is it's going to be typically a smoother ride for you than seeing big, big swings 
in the market. And you hear us say all the time that typically the success for your retirement comes down to the money you keep versus the money you make. So this is just another way to be looking at that. Again, if that's something you want help with, give the office a call. We'd love to help you with it. We look forward to talking with you next week and we'll go from there. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And remember, anyone can save money and just as easily anyone can run out of money. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. If you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to compassretirement.com. That's compass with two S's, retirement.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to tell a friend. They're probably a lot like you and would enjoy it too. Compass Retirement is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement Inc. is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement, Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.